0: Joining us on the line from the Pile Group Scotia Wealth Management, we say hello to Andrew Pile. Andrew, great to have you here. Lots to talk about today when it comes to
1: seniors. Yeah, great to be here, guys. Yeah, I thought we we haven't really got into the topic of investment uh, advice and counseling for for those you know for elderly Canadians, especially those that perhaps don't have the cognitive abilities that they once did. Um, and it really is a big issue for the industry, just you know, protecting seniors, protecting them from inappropriate investment advice and inappropriate investment practices. So I thought it'd be a good time today to kind of look into that.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of levels on this. Certainly there's uh, on the level of, you know, even even if someone who's, you know, approaching their senior years or, you know, well into the retirement years, uh, they may be pretty cognitive, but Things have changed a lot from the time when they started investing or thought about investing. And now they have to go on advice from people and, there's, you know, in their minds, there's no way to double check. it. they got to just trust them?
1: Yeah, it's very difficult. I mean, the industry has obviously become more complex. The, the number of possible investment solutions, John, is, has grown, obviously, over, over several decades, whether we're talking about mutual funds or ETFs. Uh, even some of the insurance products, like segregated funds, which is you know one of my, one of my favorites in terms of um, how to protect investors or seniors from those types of products. Um, but I find the other the other issue, to your point, John, it's not always the lack of cognitive ability. It's just that you know if you've got a couple, for example, and and one of the spouses passes away, and and what I see a lot, unfortunately, is is the spouse that passes away is a spouse that has handled everything.
0: Right. They did Um, the books, all the accounting. They knew the investments. They knew what the strategy was and why, and they didn't pass it on.
1: Exactly. And so now that surviving spouse is left with, you know, could be a tremendous amount of money that needs to be invested or is invested and now is facing these decisions for the very first time. And that's where we really have to exercise a lot of care uh, with that individual because this is really someone that perhaps has never been exposed uh, to investment strategies or you know, what's the most appropriate way for me to invest now that I'm getting older. Um, so we run into that quite a bit. But of course, we also uh, see those situations where people uh, and usually situations where it is one spouse uh, or the surviving spouse starting to have some cognitive issues uh, with understanding the complexities of investing and that's where we see people being abused that's that's where abuse really takes place because it's very easy then to take that person and put them into things that perhaps they shouldn't be in
0: now here's the challenge and and I don't know if from from your side of the desk if there's ways that, that to get around this but um i've I've heard many 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 times about a parent of someone who's getting on in years, maybe not as wise or as um as focused as they used to be. Making horrible choices with investments, with credit cards, and they're not at a point you can reason with them. But legally, it's still their call. But you know they're being taken. What yeah. recourse does a does a you know does a son or daughter have when they see that happening to their parent?
1: It's very difficult. Um, I mean, this is why we always uh, try to get families to work together, especially when parents are getting older. Uh, maybe getting into a situation where, again, that level of understanding is not quite where it was before. Uh, Getting families to work together so that the kids or maybe even the grandkids um, have powers of attorney, for example, Mm -hmm. with respect to managing the affairs and even have powers of attorney actually on the investment accounts because we can have legal powers of attorney, John, where if something happens to a parent, um, they're not competent anymore to make decisions that legal power of attorney can kick in. But you can also put a power of attorney actually on the investment accounts, which allows the children now to sit with the parents, sit with the advisor, ask the right questions, um, and and act as kind of a first line of defense for the parents. But you're absolutely right. A lot of parents don't like to give that control away. But I would still say even if um, there was no powers of attorney, if if children really thought uh, the parents were, you know, let's say, worst case scenario being abused or not being treated properly – There are still recourses to that. The industry has very, very specific regulations and rules um, around seniors. Uh, There's been a lot of attention on that. So they would have some avenues to go down, John.
0: How would they explore that? What's the thing to do to find out what powers they have to step in?
1: Well, dealing with the financial institutions directly um, at a senior level, so if, if if one thought that an advisor, per se, was not a wow. a person, they could go to the management of that individual or even, even above that. Uh, the industry itself has uh, contacts uh, where you could actually reach out to and get industry advice. So there are a lot of avenues for that, but I, I still think the best way to deal with it is to have the family together, have, it, have those kids there at the table so they're hearing the advice and then can sit down with their parents again or grandparents and, and provide some advice or maybe even get a second opinion. And we talk about that a lot. If, if you're not sure about the type of advice you're getting, look for that second opinion. Try to look for another sounding board to make sure that this is the appropriate investment advice that you're getting.
0: Andrew, this is great advice. If people want to follow up a little bit more on this, where should they find you?
1: Well, John, they can find us on our website at PileGroup.ca. We actually put an article out uh, this past Friday just on this very topic, exploring all the uh, possible problems that we run into with seniors, and they can also find our contact information on that website.
0: Andrew Pyle, Senior uh, Wealth Manager at uh, Scotia Wealth Management, the Pyle Group. Thank you for joining us here on Talk of the Town.
1: My pleasure, John. You guys have a great week.